Hello and welcome to podcast number six, post Saudi Arabia, which is Wa Crazy Grand Prix. I am Yusuf and this is my co-host Muhammad. Yo. And this is our oh yeah, yeah we're the Drive to Survive, not Drive to Survive. <laughs> oh yeah, we're the dirty side of the grid podcast because we came came late to qualify and we were on the dirty side of the grid. It's so late, some might even call us Drive to Survive fans. Oh my god, ah, uh, that was embarrassing. I were using that one. Right, let's keep going. Go what, what, no, no, what a crazy like race. It was a really good race. Some might say. But really action-packed. A lot of controversy. A lot a lot of stuff to cover. Yeah. Anyways, I guess you have to take it away. Yeah, well, we'll, <laughs> we'll try and uh, rein it and see what kind of topics we can cover. See if we can mention a lot of the stuff. Because there was loads of controversy in there. But uh, I guess we'll start off completely unrelated, as we normally do with uh, your thing of the week this week. You've got like a fun uh, fact. So, so this is the first, first championship uh, where the drivers going into the last race are essentially on equal points since 19, you're saying 1974. So these are the only two times in history where going into the final race has been equal on points. I think, I think that actually says a lot about the championship this year with all the controversy and everything. It's been so exciting. Yeah. Like if you're getting into Formula One this year, you've literally chosen the best year in like the past like ten years. Or so. Definitely, definitely best year because it's not been like a team dominating or anything. It's been like a back and forth between the teams. You've got controversy. You've got kind of a team stepping over the line. Maybe this team stepping over the line crashes. Do compare? I don't know. It's it's really interesting, isn't it? Yeah, you're getting a lot. You know, it reminds me of like. You know, watching James Hunt and Nicky Loud, I don't know why they're movie where it's like they're at each other's throat the whole time. This is what it kind of reminds me of. It's not like, it's not maybe that intense because none of them went to like into fiery ball. But yeah, that was uh, that was the year Nicky Loud had his uh, infamous accident. But in general, yeah, there's been all sorts. There's been, we've had everything this year. It's all happened. We've had new tracks. Yeah, we've had new tracks. Obviously, the calendar's still trying to recover from COVID. We've had, statistically, the greatest driver of all time fighting with the driver who's not even at his peak yet, but on his way to reaching it, obviously. I don't know why it's fine, bro. It's true. I'm just saying, because it's part of it, realistically. We've, you know, clearly the greatest of his generation going up against the new generation, maybe even the greatest of the new generation, potentially could become the greatest of all time. Yeah, okay. Is there are big narratives going into this year? There's big stuff. F1 is Liberty Media have somehow got really lucky with this one. They've pulled it out. It's like F1 has come in, you know, got a quick haircut, suit and tie. No, but there is looking there best is, for the new fans. But there is one thing that Christian Horner mentioned that I actually agree with. He's saying that if Charlie Whiting was here, what happened yesterday would not have happened, and I totally agree. I agree with that too. We'll get into that. It's it's a little harsh on Massey, poor guy, but he's not wrong, really. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll start off. We'll start off. You know what? We'll start it off as we normally do. I feel bad for you this time because it's actually going to be a struggle, but we'll see how you do. You do, pretty, okay. you do pretty well normally. Okay. 60 second summary of this weekend's action okay. starting now. No, no, no. You zero it, and then when I start talking, you start the timer. Fine, right, go on. So I can... Oh, okay, yeah, saying. you don't get... Don't gather your thoughts no, no, for too no. long, bro. Okay, 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 okay. Um, I haven't started, I'm just... <laughs> <laughs> Come on, I'm going to start the timer now. Come on. Okay, so... 
One, two, three, go. Max almost gets pulled, but for the first time in the year, he actually makes a mistake, crashes. Lewis gets pulled. Red Bull had like the quicker car in one lap. Mercedes had the quicker car over the race distance. We start the race, red flag. Mercedes screw the strategy. Max gets the jump on them, starts, and then what happens? I forgot. <laughs> Ocon overtakes both Lewis and Max, goes into first position had another red flag, uh, Lewis basically starts ahead of Max, then Max overtakes Lewis and Ocon, leads the race, uh, Lewis crashes into Max, uh, Charles and Sainz have the incident, Fernando spins, uh, Lando goes to the back of the grid from like 5th or 6th, uh, and then we have the incident with Lewis and uh, Max hitting each other, then Lewis overtaking Max, and then Lewis winning the race. 53. Oh, okay. No I thought, because you pressed, I no. thought I was out of time. No, no, no. Oh, no. excuse you looked at me, I thought you stopped. No, no, because you pressed it before I stopped, because <laughs> I thought the time was over and you're just letting me finish what I was saying. No, no, I didn't press anything until you looked at me, and then oh, when you looked, okay. I pressed it. And you're to, be fair, to be fair, there's not really much left to say. You are pretty much done. I even commented on Lando and Fernando. Oh, the only thing I'd add is Daniel Ricciardo did really well. True, yeah. And a Bottas on the line as well. Yeah, but, I mean, that was that. right at the end, so you might have even hit that if I didn't cut you off slightly. But that was pretty good. So, bro, we I'm will... too good at this, bro. <laughs> I'm too good at this. Ah, you're not even going to be tested in double double. It's going to be like, whoever wins the title, and that's it. Like, yeah, Max is going to win the title. Well, hopefully. we'll get into the predictions Ho hopefully later. Hopefully Max wins the title. Later. <laughs> you're so smug, you know. You're the little smile you have when you say that. Right, so... Without getting into I just, I just know it annoys you so much. <laughs> I said, this is the one thing that they're giving that. Right, sorry. Okay. Without getting into details, then, we're going to try talk about the race in general, just as a whole, because at the end we're going to have to summarise and talk about Saudi. I mean, Abu Dhabi. So, as a whole now, without getting into details of specifics and stuff too much, did you enjoy the race? I think it was a lot of fun. I think you can say like there was everything in the race, great overtaking, lots of drama, controversy. The only thing I would comment on the race is like George commenting on safety, which I don't think it's actually down to the racetrack because I think Monaco is maybe a bit like the same kind of like, not maybe same because it's a bit slower, but like maybe Singapore because it's or maybe as quick or Baku is, is as dangerous. But I think the only reason they're not as dangerous is because the stewards have raced there, and so they're not the stewards, sorry, the race director. I like, I don't get why Michael Massey did not stop. Like, w after the incident happened, they went four laps, people pitted. Obviously, people are gonna pit. And then he called a red flag, and then he called another red flag. The second red flag was because of that incident, like the stop. So the first one was Mick Schumacher, but the second one was. Even then, Paris. the track wasn't like, like. I get those incidents, but it felt like it was a bit mismanaged. And like, you know, you got like four or five uh, VSCs, is it? Not four, like... It was four I, VSCs. It was four yeah. VSCs. Why? Because he, like, you can just call out a safety car, clear out the track for like one, two laps, and then get going. Don't call out four VSCs. And it's just useless, and it's stopping the racing. Like, Lewis is closing in on Max, who's starting to get a drama VSC. Lewis is closing in on a VSC. Lewis I was it, thinking this. Yeah, it ruins the floor. Really. It, it does it ruin, ruin the floor. I think that's why, if someone says they dislike the race, I don't think it's because of the red flags. I think the red flags add a lot of drama into the race. 
you yeah. can argue about like should they be allowed to change tires under the like we'll the red that flag, later, but yeah. that's a bit different, like a, co- a different conversation. But I think the red flag adds a bit of kind of dynamic interest into it. But I'm talking about like VSCs ruin it for me, and safety cars ruin it for me. I'd say when the when the VSC is overused, yeah. Because yeah, the VSC by VSC, itself is meant VSC to be. this time has been used like four yeah. times, and they basically they used it because he like just call out a safety car, clear out the track, get going. He's not doing that. He's not calling a red flag. He's just keeps calling VSCs because yeah. they're not the the marshals don't have enough time to clear that clear out the track. Whether that's down to the marshals are not being trained well enough, because there is well, four hundred marshals went over from Qatar to train the guys. Uh, Bahrain, Bahrain, sorry. Yeah. So. There isn't maybe an argument of that, but Qatar as well was a new track. They said the blind corners as well would have been a struggle for them. Yeah, but I think that this is where the argument of like, why are you using a VSC, not a safety car? If they use a safety car, you bunch up. The marshals know the car's on the other side of the track. He goes, picks up everything. and They have, a lot, t- they have a lot of time. A well. lot of time to clear. Yeah. Whereas with the VSC, the cars are all over the track. And the marshals, you can see one of them, like, he jumped on track to pick up, like, it was, like, a very close to a racing, like, piece of debris from, like, a front wing. And he picks it up and he jumps back. And you can see, like, they're scared to jump on the track to get the debris because they don't know where the cars are. Get a safety car, bunch them all up, tell the stewards you're allowed to go on from here to here. No, you're not allowed. Get off. Like, do a light system, green, red, for them to jump on, clear the track, jump off. I think the fact is... With this racetrack, like as opposed to all others, is with others where crashes tend to happen, you can see the car coming, so you can. Oh no, I can't go. I have to jump back. Yeah. With Saudi, it's not the straight line. It's not even like that. It's not the first one two corners. It's after that. After that, it's mostly like blind corners the whole the whole way. Yeah. And there's no except except like the last corner maybe. And so you essentially, it's not about straight, it's about like the fact that the barriers, if there are no barriers, it's not that much uh, of an issue. Yeah. The barriers block your view of the cars coming. The marshals are too scared to jump on. Makes sense, because like, you I don't want to get hit by... Well. You need to be very accurate. Exactly, I don't want to get hit by a car going at like, well, it's still even 40%, it's like 140 kilometers an hour or, or a bit more. So I, I blame, I honestly, I blame this, like the... Michael Massey. Like, I guess, I guess he, he it's like a new racetrack and all of that, but the way he did it was just was not... It was... Yeah, some of the stuff... So there's a lot of conversation about how we run it, and I'd say some of the stuff was understandable. We'll get into it later. Some of the stuff was a bit questionable. I'd say the one thing, though, the ironic thing is the VSC was introduced in 2016 to not ruin a safety car. You imagine without the VSC, there's one bit of front wing on the track. In a, in a very t- relatively dangerous place. There's no gaps on the circuit for the marshal to just hop on with yellow flags. Entire safety car comes out. You have all the cars bunch up. You have to wait for them to bunch up. Then you have to wait for the lapped cars to overtake because that was a rule. Like, the lapped cars will have to go past, then create enough of a distance between them and the safety car. Then the safety car comes, and comes in and they do the restart. That's, like, five laps gone. Also going at a slower speed, which means that's, like, a good 20 minutes or whatever or 15 maybe less of the race time as well of the race time two hours so you've got all of that going on so the vsc was introduced it's like you know it's a bit quick you turn it on they're going slower quickly hop out get the stuff come back turn it off again but the fact they used it off and on and to be fair to them there was more debris coming off like a vettel after he crashed with sonoda and kimmy there's obviously more bits flying off lewis's car i think had 
less significant bits, but still the bits, of his, front wing. bits of his front wing coming off. So it was being accumulated, but even then at the same time, like, you don't need, like... There was definitely a more optimum way of doing it rather than four BSCs, because they were all within a very small I period of the race. It also depends on the track. Like, if you're a track, like, say, France, and there's, a, like, a VSC, not really an issue, I can see the cars, I can jump on... And like Monza, yeah, Monza as well. You feel safe jumping on. With Saudi, you can't see the cars. Even Qatar, Bahrain, all these tracks, you can see the cars you jump on. But I think what, what we've seen from the last two tracks is there were issues with... I, I don't really blame the marshals, but you can see kind of... They've not done this before. Even Qatar. You saw like the whole double wave, uh, yellow flag, flag not popping up, all that stuff. Yeah, because you're hiring volunteers that have not been trained to do the jobs. It's not their full time. Like, I guess you don't want to hire They really should get paid, yeah. Really but, like, paid. you're hiring volunteers that have not, like, like, you tra- you've not trained them. You have to get guys dedicate, train, so they can do the job properly. Like, ideally, you'd have, like, the marshals going around the world with them. Not really. No, no, not, not possible. Have two groups, three groups of, like, Okay, you guys will do like say ten races, ten races, or like seven, 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 whatever. Where one group will do like maybe a bit extra. Then it makes a bit more sense. But if you if you say like the marshals like Saudi had literally the marshals did not know what they were doing. I don't bl- I don't blame the marshals. I'd say for that. It's I don't blame. Bl- it's more about the Qatar incident. I'd say they were following instructions given to them, which were a bit like the instructions yeah. weren't exactly. But but you also have to say like. I blame the FIA for this. Like, yeah, yeah. You, no, you, you should have, like, you have professional everything. And when it comes to marshals who are actually risking their lives... Treat them better, realistically. Yeah, but I'd like, say that's the same point. It's like, you know when they're jumping on the track to get the debris? If, you, if, realistic, if you've been under these conditions before, you know, for instance, when to go, when not to go. Uh, you're listening maybe for the car. Is the car coming? Is the car not coming? This type of stuff. But these guys have never done it before. I can imagine, like, if one guy missteps, because he's not ever done this before, that's one guy getting hit by a car going at, like, at least, like, 150, 200 kilometers per hour. So you don't like the idea of... I like the idea of having locals doing it, though. No, no. I like the idea of... Fair enough, have locals doing it, but they need to be trained well enough to do it. So the track should have been... I mean, this was part of the conversation. Like, the track was signed off by Massey on a track walk on Thursday morning. Which is the day before the drivers were Yeah, like, let's not get into that because I'm just going to rant ridiculous. about the safety. Yeah, like, I can't oh believe God. it. They gave the green light. So the green light meant to come four months ago or 30 days ago. Yeah, four months ago. Came the day before the cars were exactly. on track. Yep. They were still delaying F2 races, F2 qualifying, F2 yep. practice, all of that stuff. Due to the fact that buildings, like there were leaks in paddocks, stuff like this. So it's not a good look. And the worst part is the next race is the second one on the calendar is directly after Bahrain, which means it's going to be around mid-March time, mid to the end of March. Oh, no. And this is the... I was going to mention this later, but we'll mention this now. If 400 of the marshals came over from Bahrain to help out with this race, and, you know, they have however many months or whatever, does this mean now they're going to be able to find enough volunteers from Saudi to help out with this race? Or are they going to have to somehow manage to fly over the marshals from Bahrain straight over to Jeddah within oh. a week because they're back-to-back races which means the marshals will have to go from the race on Sunday you know they go to bed or whatever finish 
and then it's Monday morning. Will those volunteers then have to fly over to make it for Friday? I guess there is the argument about like they've done a race before, so. But I don't think like Saudi like Saudi is such a harsh track to have marshals who've never marshaled before on. True. So would you say they need? I like, could you see them flying over like all four yeah, hundred again? Yeah. Straight yeah, after to be honest, back to back yeah, races. To be honest, um, that probably would be easier than getting yeah. volunteers. To be honest, like there are very few tracks that you look at <clears> on the calendar that you're like, okay, that track needs like specific marshals who know what they're doing. Saudi is definitely one of them where you like you can't have like guys who don't know what they're doing because they just get hit by car. True. Yeah, and we don't want to see that happening to anyone because. Mm-hmm. I still it's think bad. they should introduce a system of green, red, jump on the track. A car is too close, get off the track. Traffic lights are jumping on. Yes. That's some idea to be fair. They could use the, uh, the actually, you know, those panels are for the drivers. There could be something else. I'm sure they communicate with radio and stuff between yeah, but marshals, but I, there's definitely work that could be done there. And I would like the FIA to be more uh, transparent with what they're doing in that sense. I think the idea that he signed on a Thursday is just like absolutely insane to me. Yeah. The fact that the track, they had not inspected the track, they had not made sure the track was fit enough for racing, and they're not even having just F1 on the road. Like, they had F1 and F2 this week. Yeah, yeah. F1 and F2, and you've not actually looked at the track. Ah. Okay, oh, move on, move on, because okay, before right. I got like, brilliant. Let's week. get into the, uh, the weekend itself. So we'll start off with qualifying. Actually, no, we won't even start off with qualifying. We'll start off with practice. Because in FP3, the morning of qualifying, we had Lewis Hamilton investigated for yellow flags yeah, and uh, holding up Mazepin. Now, it's, it's, it's nothing significant, but it's definitely worth mentioning. The yellows, they said, were turned on accidentally. He was midway through the, uh, I think, no, he, wasn't the martial he passed, sector. Wasn't he past it? So he was midway through the marshal sector at okay. this point, which is what they said to, you know, like, let him off. And they were shown for under a second. This is why he got away with it. I'm seeing a lot of people saying, I don't oh, think you know, he saw it. That's the thing. I don't think he saw the... I don't think he saw it either, because it was only on the panel. It wasn't on his steering wheel or the rest of it. There yeah. were no physical flags waved either. And it was shown on the panel for under a second. So that's why he got let off for that. The Mazepin in practice thing he got a reprimand for. One more reprimand, and he faces a penalty. Because he's on two and you need three for a penalty. That one was fair. If you got a penalty for that, I'd feel like it was a bit harsh, but it's understandable. But they let him off because, uh, you know, blind corners and all of this miscommunication. See, it's very hard that these tracks, like maybe Zandvoort as well, like qualifying practice, all this stuff is very hard because, like, you watch, like, when you watch onboards and stuff, you're going and there are, like, five cars, like, slowing down to start oh, the laps. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, that, that should not be allowed. Like, the last few corners, you should be told you're not, like, they're like, oh, you can't slow down in this corner. People will slow down, like, they pass that cor- two corners, and then they slow down. You're exactly right. So, the the rule they introduced, they said, for qualifying was you're not allowed to slow down between turn, like, 20-something and, like, 25 or 6. The last corner's 27, which means they didn't slow down through that section, and then they just slowed down before 27. Which was... What's the point? It was basically just as bad. Because then you'd see someone fast going Every through. Everyone around that part was just slowing down very, very slowly. They were all part. It was awful. It was... That's it what I'm great. saying. Like, you have to say that like, if Charlie was there, you would not get these many, like, incidents. Like, usually you get maybe one big incident over the course of the weekend. Yeah. But it was not as many as, like, this. No, yeah. By one big incident, you mean, like, 
the Leclerc crash or the Mick crash or something. Or yeah, yeah, like it's like it's not even like a big incident, like a big big incident. It's like a normal kind of stuff. Yeah. Someone crashed. Someone got penalized. That's it. Moving but on. the shots are insane. Like of uh, I, don't I know, actually Lewis think the stewarding was a bit more inconsistent then than now. Yeah, I'd agree with that. I feel like F1's now going now in the a idea because Liberty media are focusing on like let's le- uh, let them race because they want the show. So they're putting, first of all, like, safety, like, of the driver. Like, the fact that he signed off on the track on Thursday. Insane. Uh, they're putting off as well, like, if a driver knows to push a driver out. Imagine if you push them out, like, in Saudi. Yeah, if, you, if you're forcing someone. If, if you're forcing like, someone out, like, 300 kilometers an hour down, like, these track, like, a track like this. I'm not. This is why I think safety should be improved because it looked like they're just gonna hit a concrete wall. Yeah, in certain places, I know. Obviously, they had a good amount of tire barriers. Yeah, and but stuff like a lot of other places, they didn't. But yeah, and we learned obviously due to the uh, accident with Grosjean last year. Yeah. You've got to be wary of all places of the track. You can't just put it in certain places. Yeah, so I, I think like Liberty Media's focus now is on a good show. Fair enough. Like drive, survive, and all of this stuff. But. No, no, like to fair, a lot of people have gotten uh, yeah, into F1 this because of that. But I think they're actually like risking the racing because they're putting, let's let them race. And then when they let them race, drivers are getting more and more outside. Like, I understand like, like they're, you're going to push the limit a bit. But what we're seeing now is just insane. Yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. Well, uh, seeing as we've got a lot to get through, we'll move on to not even the race yet. So, I mean, almost just like the race. I think we completed, like, what, 20 laps in an hour and a half or something. We're, what, 20 minutes in, and we haven't gone to qualifying yet. So, quickly, I'm just going to mention, what did you think of Max's lap? Obviously, he was like... Oh, Max's lap was insane. Like, three tenths up or something going into the last corner. He lost... He was... Yeah, he was uh, one tenth up, and then two tenths up in each sector. Like, yeah. And then going into the last corner... That's the thing. He lost the back a bit. But then I thought, if he... Like, he, he pressed on the, like, accelerator. And that's the reason he really lost it and he went into the barrier. If he'd slowed down, he'd have caught it. Yeah. And I think even with that, I don't think he would have lost, like, three tenths. Like, I think he'd have lost a tenth and a you half. You think with the lock-up purely based on that? I so think, just describe I think what happened said, in, the, in the last he, So he went so. in, he lost the back end of it. And then he's, he's very adamant that he wants to finish the lap. And then, so what he does is, he, so he's kind of skidding a bit. And instead of kind of trying to save it and then going on this accelerator and what he does is he he goes on the accelerator and what happens is you get a lot of kind of wheel spin, wheel spin and like the back tires. What happens is the back end just fully goes and you can see it like it just goes and smacks straight into the barrier. Why are you doing this? Because like, he risked yeah. the gearbox kind of... If he, if, he, if he got a gearbox like uh, he, he would have lost the championship. Yeah, not like mathematically, but essentially he would have. He it would have been over basically. Yeah. yeah, so it was a great lap. People saying it was. It, it could was have incredible. Been one of the best. Sure, you I know what? I'll agree with that. It reminds me. It reminds me of like Lewis in Singapore, like uh, 2018. twenty eighteen. Because yeah. he did not have a he did not have a car suited to this racetrack. Lewis did not yeah. have a car suited to that racetrack, and he just they pulled something out of nowhere. And this is why I think like people are talking about Max this year. I actually think he deserved the championship over Lewis. Purely because this year, in terms of consistent, in terms of like, you know, those big drives, yeah. like, you know, say Singapore for Lewis or like these big drives where you see like the drivers 
just they're driving incredibly. I think Max has had pretty much all of those this year, or like except for maybe one or two where Lewis like I think like Bahrain Lewis did incredibly. They defend for me and stuff, and then like when he overtook, he overtook him outside. It's incredible driving, but I think see th that was incredible driving. That was incredible like overtaking pressure and all of that, and then there wasn't any like and like. Yeah. Bending of a lot of rules and all of that, you know? So, uh, not bending rules, breaking rules, like, let's face it. <laughs> so, I don't know, it was it was a good lap. I'd understand putting it up there. Obviously, he didn't finish it, so you can't that's, say it was that's one of the, the best only laps. Thing, like, that's the only thing. Yeah. And he did get a bit impatient, but it's understandable. I guess that's, it is one of the only times he's made, like, a major mistake, you say, this year. I think that, that, that comes with very experience, good. bro. True, because obviously, when we compare this to Singapore 2018... 2018 Lewis was still what that's like his 11th year in F1 yeah but he's also Max at that like point he was, like, something. He was also like a four time world champion at that point so this is before he won in 18 so he would have won 17 15 14 and yeah that's four yeah okay, so he's a four time world champion so like at that point there was still the argument he's one of the best of all time so yeah. you're putting in that bracket with just Sebastian, Fangio, Prost. Yeah. He's equal on championships with Prost at this point, and Max yeah. is so he's almost equaled that essentially. Yeah, uh, but I think Max is Max is now like you can see a bit of like inexperience going into these two races, and has the pressure got to him? Is that because there there is a fair argument for like the pressure getting got to Lewis in his first year? Yeah, where he beached yeah. it in China and just like. Why are you doing? Oh, uh, that was. Yeah, Why that are was you bad. doing? That was, that was really so, bad. I th I think the pressure got to him, but I think there's no shame in saying that because like I think like even Lewis, the pressure got to him and he just like he he was get like he should have won that two thousand and seven championship, if yeah. not for inexperience and the inability to not just deal with the pressure of driving an F one car or driving an F one car, the ability to win, is that kind of pressure of. I think with Max is a bit different because Max is Max has been winning, Max was gonna win the championship and then out of nowhere, Lewis comes out of nowhere. He wins Brazil, wins the other one, wins, uh, and now he's on to the last one. Like if he wins, realistically going into the last one, he can win the championship. Yeah. And so now it's like. It's tough. Yeah, there's definitely pressure on him now, but. Mentally, I would say is very difficult. Yeah. I'd say there's there's a lot of pressure on him. He does very well to hide it, but he's definitely thinking about it. And he's, I guess his inability to adapt to the situation is probably something that's not helping him. Because he loves, Max, as we all know, is either 0% or 100%. And, like, I all think the time he's, he's 100%. He's given 100% the whole year. So, sometimes you need to, Lewis said in an interview afterwards with the incident, we'll get onto it in a bit, you know, the, the thing he doesn't mind doing is, you know, avoiding the incident purely because he knows that he's saving his car and he lives to fight another day or whatever it is. See, that's one Which, thing that one thing that I think Max hasn't yet learned. I don't think it's in his being to learn. But I think that's... You have to learn it. Like, you're fighting for a championship over the course of 20, 22 races this year. If he'd avoided Silverstone, if he'd avoided... Uh, he Monza. No, Monza, like, to be fair, he, did, he wouldn't have gained much. But oh, yeah, he would have If he'd Monza. avoided Silverstone... He's plus 25 points right now. And, well, it would have been, what, eighth? Or the no, gap between 25. first and second? Or are you yeah. saying Lewis... No, no, he would have come second. He was 33 points ahead. 
Max was oh, 33 right, points. Okay, Lewis yeah, got no, 25 yeah, points yeah, on that. Yeah, so yeah, say yeah. if he say with all of that, he only gets to keep those 25 points. He still he would have won the championship just just if he had come second that that way. Because he lost with because by DNFing he lost 25 points and Lewis got I think fastest lap or Perez got fastest lap. Oh, I think I Perez got fastest lap and took it from Lewis. But that's 25 points was just wiped out. And then Hungary is not really his fault. No, yeah, you can't. And then Baku, not his fault. Monza didn't really get much from it, to be honest. Uh, yeah, Monza, as much as it was his fault, Lewis had the yeah, faster car. So exactly. He so, from that really yeah, exactly. So I'd say he... I'd say Silverstone, if he... Maybe Lewis was in the wrong, predominantly in the wrong. He was. But if he'd lifted off, let Lewis pass, came in second... You've lost a few points, but you've won the championship over the course of the season because you still maintain a twenty. Yeah. Thing, that was a that was a Lewis like a Mercedes track, but after that it was Red Bull, Red Bull, Red Bull, Red Bull, pretty much. So you would have extended the gap just by coming in second. You're comfortably gonna come in. Or second. even if he didn't come in second, like you can leave the fight going. Just give him a bit of room, and I'm sure they they wouldn't have penalized him if he goes a bit wide on the. Uh on the exit of that corner, because that corner's flat anyway, running into this, like, the uh, Maggots Beckett section. But I think like, that's, that's something he still needs to Yeah. Learn. And I think as much as he doesn't want to admit that he needs to learn it, he did last time. Like, last time this happened, or not last time this happened, but last time he was involved in a lot of incidents for his aggressive driving, it was the start of the, I want to say, 18 season. Or it was either 18 or 17. He was in, like, seven incidents in a row oh, yeah, right at the start of the that. season. Mm-hmm. And every single one of them was his fault, purely because he's too aggressive. I remember one in particular. He dived up in China. The last corner is, like, literally 100... Uh, not eight, 180 degrees. It is, yeah. Literally 180 degrees. Like, second to last corner in China. He dives up the inside of uh, Vettel, coming out of nowhere, taps him, they both spin around. And that was, you know, that's just textbook, like, him being a bit too aggressive, like, trying a bit too hard. But after that point, he had a very good year. But do you think it comes from his, like, the way his dad treated him? Oh, you can't say that. You can't say that. No, but, like, if, if your dad leaves you, you in a gas that. station... You can't say that. You can't say that. But gas, if your dad leaves you in a gas station in a different country, obviously that's going to... Because you lost the championship in that karting. is going to breed that type of desire to win or to win at all costs. Let's just say I sympathise with his character. Like, before, I was very harsh on his character. And I, I, I was before fan. I knew about that, yeah. But after I've, I don't know, delving into the character of Jos Verstappen a lot more, I definitely sympathise with Max a lot more. And I, I, think, I think that's where he got, because, like, if you don't literally... If you don't win, you get left in a different country in a gas station. You're going to have to win at any point. Like, any, you're going to do anything to win, yeah, include drive very aggressively. I think he's developed that style and then going into Formula 1 he's just kind of kept, kept going. Yeah. But he, he, since then I think he's he, he's tempered out a bit. Like he's, this year compared to last year he's way, way better. In terms of like, True, yeah, he's, he's not as like dangerous. Uh, he's much cleaner this year than last year. There yeah. been a few and in general I guess it, he's been a bit, he's a lot more cleaner than yeah. before. He's slowly getting there realistically. That's, that's what I'm saying. Like with, it was the same probably like say Sebastian. Maybe not like him, like he hit people, but yeah. he wasn't exactly the cleanest driver. But no, with time, yeah. you kind of learn this. But I actually like his attitude of like that desire and hunger to win. Like this is why. Yeah, yeah, this is why I don't like Sebastian post, like, like after he won the four. Like he lost to Daniel. So post twenty thirteen. Yeah, after he lost to Daniel, went to Ferrari, and then my issue with Sebastian at Ferrari is, 
he didn't have that desire, that hunger, that you know, like a Red Bull, he'd do anything to win. Ferrari, yeah. he was just like. So do you think if Ferrari Sebastian was spun around in turn four in Brazil in twenty twelve, he wouldn't have made it back up the field and won the championship? You're saying like there was no. No, no, no. He didn't have he didn't that have same kind of anymore. fight in him that he had before. I think that's why I don't want Max to come like to become too soft because then. Yeah, I. It's understandable why people love him for the yeah. aggression. Because that's the, it's, it's entertaining. It's in, it's entertaining, but at the same time, like if he becomes too soft to become like Sebastian, where he's gonna mount a challenge halfway through the season, just drop off. Yeah. Well, so now we can actually get onto the race. We will. Uh, we'll get onto the thing we mentioned earlier. So, race starts. Lewis and Bottas actually managed to organize it properly this time, so they get through first and second. Max yeah, surprisingly, was an easy one because. It's Track is so tight. It was a lot easier this time, yeah. The run down to turn one was a lot shorter, so Bottas didn't have enough time to mess it up. But um, so we get through there. You say that, you say that, <laughs> but Lewis messed it up on the second start. Okay. Listen, we won't talk too much about this. We'll get onto it in a bit. But um, so they're going through. Max is actually surprisingly keeping up quite well with them. I think the gap between uh Lewis and Bottas was just over two seconds. Gap between Bottas and Max second. was only like a second and a half, and well. 10 laps in, we're thinking this is going to be, you know, usual stuff, we're going to get a decent amount. I thought, I thought Lewis would, like, in 10 laps, gap on them by a bit, like, I think he was slowing down to keep Bottas quite close so he can use DRS. Maybe, but then Bottas starts for a bit of an extra gap, so, for the uh, dirty air and stuff. But I think he was definitely doing a lot of tyre saving. I'm not sure why, but... We he's, didn't really. He, I thought he gapped them by like ten seconds. I thought he would have. Yeah, I thought he would have tried to blitz off. It was definitely a Sebastian thing to uh, pull out like a twenty second gap in ten laps, so you can have a spare pit stop for no reason because there wasn't even a fastest lap back then. So ten laps in, Mick crashes at turn twenty two. See that that desire of just like <laughs> to to be like so far ahead. Like, they tell him, slow down, save tyres, and uh, you just go around to the fastest lap by fastest lap. That's the one. While we're on the topic, yeah, another thing. This is the, the YouTube link I'll leave in the description this time, in the YouTube video. Is, uh, I'll try to find the particular incident where it's, like, two laps from the end, and for no particular reason other than stat padding, Vettel decides on his worn tyres he's going to go for the fastest lap of the race and ruin his car for absolutely no reason, risk everything, risk the win purely because he wants fastest lap. And his race engineer is like, Lewis, Vettel, don't do it. Sebastian, don't do it. You don't need to. You have no reason to do this. Just save your tyres. And then he goes off and does like three fastest laps. Like, no reason at all. Well. No to, point. There's no, no but, but that's the thing, watching that and listening to the radio, just be insane. Like, you'd actually enjoy that so much. Yeah, it's funny. Yeah. I'll, I'll leave a link. I'll try to find a particular example. But he did it for like but that's, two years. Max actually reminds me a bit of Sebastian in terms of like, he was hated so much by the fans. And Max in... Is hated by not all the fans. I don't like Sebastian. I guess he's not that bad, but he gets a lot of hate. Yeah. But he's he gets a lot of hate because he's really good. Yeah, you've got to respect him realistically, and there'll be another one where after he retires, you know. But I don't see anyone in this generation having a generation having that same kind of getting that same hate that Max is getting. Part of his generation, no, because Leclerc's loved. uh, Everyone George's loved. Lando's loved so much and all the rest of them it'd be interesting yeah. next season when they're all fighting for <clears throat> podiums so mick crashes we're on like lap 10 at this point mick's crashed brings out the safety car initially uh then why is there a safety car for four laps <laughs> 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 
Mercedes both pit, then after Mercedes pit, they're behind Max, and then the red flag comes out, so Max is now able to switch on his tyres, or change his tyres. Why? Is that, so Lando complains about this rule afterwards, because a lot of the midfield drivers lost out due to this. Yeah, this is what I was What do you think of the rule? First of all, why is there, like, the reason people pitch it is there is a safety car for, like, four laps. Yeah. Why is there, like, if you're going to red flag, red, red flag straight away or keep a safety car until they fix stuff and you stay out on circuit. Like, that's that's the way I look at it. In in terms of Lewis complaining on the radio, he's like, oh, is Max going to get a free pit stop? He's ahead of us. Boy, you would have been out at Imola if you didn't get a free pit stop. Very true. Very so Lewis, I don't see Lewis ever complaining around this because he benefited from it, like, a lot of times. Not a lot of time, but he benefited, like, he saved his season this year, to be Yeah, fair. I mean, so I think he's not, even with the luck, but I, I heard someone, like, they got it miss, they got it confused. Lando complained about the rule itself. Yes. Lewis complained about the fact it was a red flag. Exactly. It's different, but either way, Lewis shouldn't, yeah. he doesn't really I, have I a get, right I get to, why he's, he's complaining he's about he's frustrated it after four laps. Why is it, why you get giving a, um, a red flag after four laps? That's why I don't get it. Yeah. In terms of the rule... I'm not, like, that's the thing, I'm, like, it ruins, like, I guess it introduces a bit more kind of, inter- like, interesting kind of stuff happening at the front, but then it screws yeah. with everyone in the midfield, really. It does. It, the thing is... But then the Ocon is, like, is leading the race, so you can't say, like, anything. It screws with people in a sense that, I was going to mention this later, like, it's like an FIA decision almost, where if the FIA make a decision like that, just purely to bring out the red flag... It's going to benefit some people, and it's going to not benefit So it's going to be people. good this time, bad this so, time. Yeah, which, as much as you want to complain about it when it's bad for you, next time it will be good for you. Like, it doesn't affect anyone, it doesn't really... Lando's the only, time, only person where it's always bad for him. <laughs> it's unfortunate for him, but, like, realistically, it's, it's just one of them things. It's the same with, uh, you know, like, as much as I'm a Lewis fan and I'd love to complain that they brought it out and after the safety car and all of this, I, I understand it. Turn 22, that's where Leclerc crashed in... I think it but was when practice. Leclerc crashed in, they gave us like a red flag straight away. That's true, and it is inconsistent. So I would say this is the first of the minor mis- like inconsistencies with the stewards this weekend. Boy, but in general, season, also F two, there was a crash there at that corner. Red flag straight away. Even before the track uh, was shown, everyone saw turn twenty two as one of the danger points. So if you want to fix the barriers there, cool. You can argue it was a bit weird that they didn't set the red flag out instantly. But in general, the rule, I, I don't mind it. Like, it's, it's just there. Like, it's never been a problem otherwise. So I don't want people to complain Yeah, about. but that's the thing. They have to, like, if you're going to red flag, red flag. Really. For safety, in a, same, in a safety yeah. point of view, yeah, they probably should have just red flag. I, I don't see why give four laps and then, then be like, oh, yeah, you were going to red flag. Well, what, what, what are you talking about? Well, speaking of the complaints people had for the, for the uh, what's it called, for the FIA and Massey and all of this, this red flag now, uh, before the restart, so we're not even at this point yet, I just wanted to ask you, are the FIA making it hard to trust them? So with all the stuff yes. we've said about the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So with all the stuff we've said about the decisions, how it helps some people, doesn't help other people, with the track and how it's, it was greenlit on Thursday, you know, that's dangerous, clearly, to do with politics and all of this. And it's, also, it's also to do with, like, the championship. They wanted to go down to the wire. You know, like if you look yeah. at races, it does look like they are favoring p- some people over some people. True, it are wouldn't they be. Do- are they doing that for the show? 
See, that's the thing. It sounds, like, no. it sounds like a conspiracy theorist kind of thing, but when you see the kind of stuff, when you look at the facts that they're getting weird, like we'll talk about the comparison to the Baku incident and all of this later, but when you, when you see that kind of stuff, it doesn't become that much of a reach to say they're doing it for the sake of the show. That's what I'm saying. Like, if you look at, like, Lewis, like, Lewis got some things here, Max got some things in this race. But when you go back and look, there are some things where, like, like, say, for instance, Max got the benefit, like, um, where he pushed Lewis out, he didn't get a penalty because they don't want it to end on a penalty. They want Lewis to overtake him. Same things where Lewis kind of was let off, just, you know, like, stuff like that, where, you know, like, where Lewis, Lewis, you know, hit the barrier uh, in Imola. I still don't remember why there was a red flag to it there, to be honest. Oh, right, when he hit the... I think there was a reason. I can't remember why, but I remember... I remember sort of being, like, confused at the time, because they could just do a safety car. And I can't lie, I was just screaming, because he... He yeah. tried to overtake a back marker and then ended up in the ground. Yeah, but, like, so you see these things across the year where you're, like, is... Is it, it's not consistent, is it? Are they just doing this because they want to, like, favor this guy this time, favor this guy this time, balance it out? It, I think it balances out over the course of the season, but that doesn't mean what you're doing is right. Yeah, definitely. Like, it's, they definitely punish the consequences. Exactly. The Either it did something right or it did something wrong. Like, to be honest, with the one in, like, uh, Silverstone, you can argue Lewis deserved a harsher penalty. Like, the fact that he got only 10 seconds, not 20 seconds, not, like, say... Uh, I don't think he should have gotten a stop goal penalty, but I think, like, 20 mm. seconds could have been, like... For the crash and everything that happened, 20 seconds... There is an argument of, like, they're not supposed to take into account the actual crash, just the incident. But then, like, Lando, when he, when he, when he pushed Perez off in Austin, uh, not Austin, in Austria. Austria, yeah. But that's, that's the thing, it was his corner, it was everything, and Paris came out of nowhere. He got license, like points on his license, got five se a second penalty, and then Max pushed Lewis out, got nothing. Yeah, they are really like, It's the same thing, it's because he pushed it's him into the gravel. Yeah. But then you're not supposed to take that into account, you're not supposed to take the consequences into account. It's, so I, it's think, I, think, I think they apply the rules more consistently after Max and Lewis, in terms of so a few people pushed people off there and they got five second penalties. Everyone, I remember that race. Like Perez got like ten, I think, because they pushed like two people off. So they were consistent with you. But when it comes to Lewis and Max, I think that's where you actually look and you're like, <coughs> it's inconsistent. Like yeah, it's almost yeah. Um, we're talking. Why are we talking about it? Um, about the FIA. Lewis's end plate was like knocked off, and this happened to. Leclerc a few years back. I don't remember when. Like, he was a Ferrari. He, his end plate basically got hit off and he was given... They didn't stop, so they let him continue. Like, they let Lewis continue. Yeah. And then he got a stop-goal penalty. For his front wing end plate? Yeah, so he... Yeah, yeah, it was off. It was off. You can search it up. Someone said it, showed, showed it to me. Uh, it was a few years back. I don't remember where it was. At Ferrari, you said? It was at Ferrari, yeah. I can uh, send you the video. But he, he ends up, like, imagine, like, that, that's how inconsistent it is, though. Right, well, we, we've, uh, we've come back, we've reviewed the footage, we got given the onboards, we looked at the telemetry, <laughs> and we've uh, come to the decision. Well, I mean, we didn't really the, come the, to the The stories are incredibly inconsistent. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to be fair, when you look at, so the incident we're talking about, Japan 2019, I'll try to get a video of. 
he got 10 seconds. I don't know how you remember this, but he got 10 seconds. Someone sent me it. Oh, right, okay, yeah. I thought this just came from your memory. Oh, no, 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 no. The the end plate comes off Leclerc's Ferrari. It goes flying actually into Lewis's face was one of the clips we saw. And he got a penalty for that. 10 seconds top, bro. I say it was just lucky. Lewis. Lewis didn't get anything. That's why I'm because just like, I'm saying he's Lewis is lucky. Not as much came off his wing because only a little bit of light fell off, and that was it. It's the end play. And I, I, yeah, I find it to be. See, this is the annoying part. It's like if you if you're not Max or Lewis, I think they get preferential treatment over everyone else. Like I'm yeah, not gonna talk. I'm that. not gonna talk about like who gets preferential treatment between both of them. I think both of them get preferential treatment at some point. But between them and everyone else, they get definitely preferential treatment over it. Yeah, and that's what, so the point no initially we started that. with this is, uh, are the FIA hard to trust? Because any decision will benefit Max and then not help Lewis. And then another decision will help uh, Lewis and then not help Max. But if the FIA are being weird with the rules and stuff and we're finding it hard to trust them, then it's very easy to say, oh, they did this to help Max or they did this to help Lewis. When in reality, some decisions will just help them anyway. So yeah, I, th- I think they, they do do some things to help like drivers. I think it's not like a conspiracy theory. I think it's like it actually happens. Yeah, I do. Maybe think maybe not before because it wasn't as much about like the show as now. It's about the show, show, show. Well, money talks. Netflix about. Netflix is gonna have like. You may have to say for the season, they're going to have a lot of... Like, Bro, ten, I, ten episodes. It's going to be nah, so hard to... Tell me, listen, episodes. watch them make four episodes about Giovinazzi and his incredible driving this year. Yeah, I'm telling you, know, you they're going to miss the point completely. That's the thing. Like, the, if they... Like, there have been so many instances. If they miss all of this out and, like, or they ignore Silverstone or, like, Monza or something like this, I'm just going to freak out. Because they, they will, bro. They will. Monza, Monza, they'll be, like, covering Ferrari. Like, like I remember last year... They covered like Sergio Perez and his win, which is great. Yeah. And they ba- they not mentioned George Russell at like. Yeah, I can't believe that. Yeah. Bro. We're watching the story of George Russell. The guy jumped into Mercedes from Williams, drove, and basically he deserved. He wiped to the floor with Bottas. Bro, the he destroyed him, bro. And like he destroyed. No one was even close to him. Like to be fair, Bottas was the only person who could be close to him. Yeah. And then he he smoked it. Like he t- overtook him in that. Quick part of the section, beautiful overtake. They don't even mention it. Yeah, there's the jeopardy of the, what was it, the incidents, the puncture, all the rest of it, and then nothing. Yeah, I honestly, I'm not looking. Well, I am sort of looking forward to Drive to Five, but I don't have my hopes up. But we'll go. We'll actually, actually you know, what I'm thinking of doing. We'll do a as the winter break series that we're gonna have coming up. I we do a review episode on that because it should come out like maybe the week before F1 starts. We're going to watch it and then do a, a review episode on it. Which Roast cool. them about everything they've missed, basically. <laughs> well, back to Saudi Arabia, seeing as we are still here. And annoyingly, seeing as we've cut the footage in that, we don't even know how long we've been going on for. Probably like 50 minutes in now. Uh, so, the first restart. Actually, not even before the first restart. Michael Massey's getting on the radio. Oh, no, he's not. Oh, wait a minute. Yeah. Oh, is he giving them off? No, no he's not. No, this after the no, first this is off. Okay, so, yeah. so first restart. The uh, Max is now ahead of Lewis, and he's ahead of Bottas, seeing as the Mercedes are pitted. Get the restart. Lewis destroys Max at the, at the line. I'm going to soak this in while I can, because the next one wasn't as good. But then the, he dives Lewis, up the inside. Lewis, Lewis, like, yeah, you have to say, like, he did not leave 10 cars between him and Max. Oh, on the way That's, to the grid before the... Yeah, no, he that, I, I, I'm surprised he wasn't penalised for that. 
Because so I thought the, I thought that was an obvious penalty. So here's the weird thing. They're saying because it was on the way to the grid from a red flag, it technically wasn't a formation lap. So technically, you didn't have to do that. Which, if it's true, is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Bro, bro, it's bro. ridiculous. Bro. If that's a technicality, that's disgusting. Bro, do you hear what you're saying? I am. I am, is, and I'm just repeating what I've heard. But it, it's stupid, honestly. It's, when you hear this nonsense, because that's the thing. If they give Lewis a five-second penalty at that point, the race is over, and Max is like comfortable. I don't think they've win. ever given a penalty for that kind of stuff. But well, no, but like they he have. Sh- he should. He should get a penalty for that though. He should, but they don't really like the touching of the car and stuff and all of this. Like Vettel used to do it back in the day. They don't really. It's one of the things that they almost don't penalize. Like a, there are a lot more complaints. So actually, I've got a no. But down. Th- this for me, Max this is where it starts going downhill. Like with the yeah. stewards, it's because yeah. they had time to fix. Like they had time to at least review it and say, no, oh no, we're not gonna give him anything. They didn't do yeah, anything. They didn't even note it. Yeah, that was weird. Bro, so it's like the same thing that annoyed me about Brazil. Is like they didn't even note it. They were like, nah, we don't need to investigate. There was so what there's there's the Max's practice start in the pit lane. Fair enough, he um he stayed within the uh what's it called within the speed limit. But I believe technically that's not allowed. We'll have to look into the rules of that because I have no idea. There's no clarification. Everyone's basically forgotten that happened. Lewis plus ten car lengths. I mean, they're saying it's technically technically not a formation lap. If that's true, that's ridiculous. It is a formation lap. But even then, he did the same thing in Brazil, and they didn't even look into it. I'm sure other drivers have done it before. Even in the middle of the grid, not when you're at the front or the back. I think people have done it before and they don't really chase it up that much. Uh, Bottas, this was the big one. Bottas going too slow. To oh, help that's them under the safety, stack. so they can double stack, yeah. Yeah, so just before this red flag we're talking about now, Bottas going slow. It's funny that they, got, they actually paid for that very harshly because they... Yeah, they <laughs> funny enough, they got punished for that anyway, but... That one, I'm surprised. I like, even he, in commentary, Martin was surprised. He, he deserved a penalty for that. So. That was definitely punishable. See, this, yeah. is, this is kind of where it's getting kind of exciting, where you're seeing the teams pull out everything to win. Actually, on this topic, I've got something interesting I forgot to mention last week. So, if you've seen the pit boxes, when drivers come into the pit lane, uh, especially the teams in the middle, uh, on either side in the pit boxes, the crew will come out, or at least someone from the crew of either team will come out, and they'll get rid of those long cabled hose things that run the hydraulics for the wheel guns. So they'll pull the cables out of the way and allow the car to come through so they get a better angle into their pit box. And they'll do this on the entry and on the exit, seeing as the, the spot's kind of tight. Ever since Qatar, I believe, I don't know which team started this, but Red Bull and Mercedes have started putting people in the corners of their boxes. So this rule that they're pulling the hose thing, it's a gentleman's agreement and they just do it for the sake of safety, fairness, all of this, but it's not a rule. Ever since Qatar, they're sat on the corners to make the angle as harsh as possible to slow down the car as it goes into their pit box. So Mercedes being first, they get a great angle coming in, but on their way out, they need to go past the Red Bull hoses and Red Bull aren't pulling the cords anymore. And then same with Red Bull, they're between... Mercedes third, it's Mercedes and whoever's on the other side, McLaren probably. Mercedes won't pull their hose on the way in, which means that they get a very hard They have an awkward entry in, loses them probably like a very small amount of time, but still it's significant. And then probably on the other side, McLaren would still pull their things out of the way. But it's just another one of the things where they're being all really petty and trying to gain every single thing they can. The problem is, even with this, Max is still quicker usually in his pit stops than Lewis. Purely, purely not even for the pit stop, because Max breaks later than Lewis. Oh, Lewis generally, 
Yeah, like they compared it in a few races, and generally Max oh, is quicker. Oh, there's a new era that AEW um, Oscar. I think about this as well. Lewis is usually, and I'm talking usually. I'm talking most races. He's slower than Max because usually marginally, but I believe he so, stops. Yeah. He stops earlier than Max as well. So right, so we're gonna move on to the first restart. So Lewis gets a great launch. It's a brilliant start, obviously because of his uh, antics with the slowing down and Max's fresh tires. He's on warmer tires. He gets an incredible launch, gets ahead of him, and then Lewis, uh, Max does exactly what he did last time. Breaks way too late in a desperate attempt to keep the position. Cuts across the corner. Then on the rejoin does what Vettel did in 2019. He tries to block Lewis's path to make sure he can't overtake him, and then goes on his his way. I'm. I think I've. On the onboard, you can see he wasn't trying to and turn Ocon, either. And Ocon basically goes into second because of that. It was a very good move from Ocon. He snuck his way into second place because he ended up ahead of Lewis at that point. Uh, further back, Leclerc gets squeezed by Perez. Not his fault at all. Perez just didn't really see him. So they crash. And then Mazepin just smacks <laughs> Mazepin steams into the back of Russell. And that's what causes the next red flag. Which, under this one, is where we heard the, uh, the next bit of massy madness. The negotiations of Red Bull. What, what is he doing? <laughs> what is he doing, bro? So I'm not standing in the market buying something. <laughs> is it okay if you go back? No, nah, what are you talking about, bro? Why are you... <sighs> so, the... See, this is where I think Michael Massey needs to go, bro. We need some new guy who knows what he's talking about, bro. It's fair. So I think it's unfair on him because the I don't think he meant the word offer in the way it sounded. Yeah, but, but he's actually offering them the like. Give it was us a the weird position, conversation. Bro. It was funny the way he's like a. Oh, we can we can put you guys in second place, and then Red Bull are like, oh, we'll just have a little discussion about this. Yeah, we'd love that as long as we're ahead of Lewis. No, of course you wouldn't be ahead of Lewis. Would you mean this? It was weird, but I feel like. So the the point of this was as they did later. Seeing as Max needed to be penalised, he was basically saying, give the position back or we're going to give you a penalty, which is fair. And seeing as the red flag stopped the ability for him to give the place back in racing, he had to give it back on the grid. So that's understandable. I'm but surprised he didn't, like, in the, in the way of, like, he stayed quite close to Lewis. I thought he would have left, like, 20 cars between him and Lewis to let Lewis's tyre uh, cool yeah, down, basically. that was interesting. And also... Seeing as they didn't complete a full lap, I heard there's a there's an argument that they should have left Ocon third and just swapped Lewis and Max because they should have because they didn't complete a full lap, they should have based it on the grid initially as it happened, and then applied the penalties from there. So Ocon starting on pole may possibly no, shouldn't have fair. happened, but, but I mean they did forget he existed exactly for a moment. So. But we won't blame them for that, it's fair enough. So there's that. Now on to the second do you wanna run us through the second restart? Well, this was the, the good one. Uh, well, at least yeah, I don't remember. <laughs> I don't Max know. down the inside. Oh, see, this is you know how you talk about Lewis having bad like um, Valtteri screwing up the restarts usually or like starts in general uh, and letting yes. Max through. Yeah. What was Lewis doing? Lewis had the inside line. He just had to close the door on the inside. Max was going nowhere, and Lewis cuts across. Ocon is already like closed, like because that's the thing. It's a bit wide, but it closes <laughs> off fairly quickly. So if, if Max somehow tries to squeeze on the outside, he's not going there because Ocon's there. If you go here, Ocon's here. Max is going nowhere because you blocked it. Lewis yeah. goes over and like squeezes close and just gives Max the like 
the whole inside, like, what are you doing, bro? It's like a guy who's just, like, learning to drive, now he's seven-time world champion. Honestly, like... He, could, he was focused he too just, much on Ocon, he shouldn't he, have He done. just went, like, full Valtteri mode, like, <laughs> just went full, like, I don't know. It's, it was a beautiful move from Max, like, I have to give it to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Only he would have gone for that. What he was the hell only, was Lewis doing? He was on the clean side of the grid, managed to get all the way across onto the inside, and then dive up the inside of both of them. I still go and get what Lewis was doing. Yeah, explain to me what he was doing. I don't even know. Like he shouldn't have been focusing that much on Ocon, and you definitely don't give Max the inside line. He could have easily given him the middle of the track, the outside. Exactly. If he if he gives him the middle of the track, realistically, he, he can he yeah. can squeeze him a bit between like, block Ocon him as well. a bit. Yeah, he can yeah. block him a bit, but he, he gives him the whole inside line, and he can't defend against that. And then Lewis hits Ocon because Lewis is basically doesn't know what he's doing and gives Max. The inside line. So I think that was all Lewis's fault, essentially. And great it was, yeah. Great, and great, 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 great driving from him. On his fresh mediums at this point, he'd switched to his medium tyres. It was, o- it was obvious why he was doing that. I thought he was, he'd, I thought he'd get a bigger advantage. I thought he'd be able to gap Lewis, but Lewis stayed within a second on the hard tyres. Yeah, I. Very surprising. It was good pace from him, and. Uh, I was thinking because of all the virtual safety cars that would allow Max to uh, extend his tyres. It would, it would, he, he would have gotten it to the end, I think. Um, it's just the crash, there were slices on the tyres ah, that no. they noticed later on. And so they told him to go easy. That's why Lewis gapped him. Is cause Max was in, it wasn't because Max's tyres were going. He oh, actually okay. had, he had in it to race. They were scared that he'd get a puncture and they'd lose the race. So they are like... Basically, take it easy to the end of the race, lose time. It's okay, just bring the car home. If if that incident hadn't happened, I think Lewis would have stayed in front of them. Oh, sorry, Max would have stayed in front because he had the pace to keep him behind, and he had the tires. Essentially, the tire, the mediums go thirty laps in Abu in uh, Saudi. Was it thirty or forty? Thirty. Uh, thirty. Okay. Yeah. Thirty laps. He had to do thirty six on them. Oh, that's yeah, that's easily possible. But six thirty six would like without the VSCs, without the safety cars, without like starting and stopping and all that. So he could have easily gotten them to the end. And Lewis is not going to be on new tires at that point. Lewis is on old hards as well that are a bit older than his mediums as well. So it's yeah. very possible, very very possible even. I think it's the it's the accident and the slashes he had on that tires. That's why Christian was saying. That's why I told him to do so. And it is unlucky because you couldn't... Well, it is kind of lucky in the end, actually, because if he did pit, that plus the penalties he got at the end of the race then would have probably lost him a position. But yeah, because yeah. he didn't pit, he still yeah, managed that to That plus pit. 10 seconds uh, would have screwed him. So, now we're getting onto this. So, Lewis gains on Max. We're on, like, lap whatever, like, 30-something at this point. He attempts a pass round into turn one. Obviously, Max weaves a bit on the straight, blocks the the thing, the slipstream, which is allowed. He then defends the inside, as expected. No, Lewis but he, weave, he doesn't weave too much this time. He just goes no. one, two, and... He weaves a couple times, and Lewis is a fair distance behind him at this point, which means the weaving isn't, you know, in his face and dangerous. It's like a, it's a good distance. Lewis then tries to go around the outside. Max, once again, desperately breaks extremely late and not even trying to make the corner. Then loses it, because he gets a bit of oversteer mid-corner. Sends himself off, cuts across the corner, and then drives off again. Lewis gets on the radio to complain about this, calling him dangerous. And so I feel like this is the moment Lewis kind of snapped because you could hear him obviously. And after the race, he made a, he did a couple interviews where he was a bit more. He had a couple more jabs at Max, 
Yeah, he's the, one of the worst drivers I've ever oh, driven. Oh, did he say that? He said he's one of the most, like, I've driven with a lot of people, the, one of the most dangerous ones. Or something, he said uh, the rules don't apply to him. He said he's, yeah, he's yeah. dangerous. He said, like, things like that. He, he compared him to one of the worst ones he's driven against. I remember. I'm going to have to get this quote up. I might have to yeah. we'll see. But, yeah, he said all of this. Max is then advised to give the position back. So what do you think of her? Do you want to run us through this? The big incident. So, okay, yeah, yeah. So, I think just to kind of make a big point out of this, Max yeah. gave the position back quickly in Bahrain at the very beginning of the season, very first race. He gave it in a not so optimum position in the racetrack. Yeah. Ended up losing the race because he did not have, like, he gave it up in a bad position, and then Lewis was able to build enough of a gap to keep him behind him. So, this time they were like, give the position strategically that is what was said on the yeah and the whole point was he wanted to give it to him going into the drs detection zone so if he gives it last corner yeah if he gives it into that he gets the drs and then essentially he can lap yours now before i actually cover there are two things i want to clear clarify massey told red bull to give the position back he never contacted mercedes so mercedes at this point don't know that max has given the position back the team doesn't know. Lewis doesn't Not know. Not even Mercedes no one knows. Team. No one knows. Nah. He, he's only contacted Red Bull. So that's the first thing to clarify. And then the second thing is, if Max is giving back the position, this is why I'm kind of confused, to be honest. If you give him back the position, and this is what Felipe Massa was saying after the race when he was with uh, Will. He's saying oh, that Oxen, if, yeah. Yeah, if you're going to give back that position, you want to get the DRS, whatever, go to the far right. Max did not go to the very far right. He says that if you go to, if you're gonna give back the position, you either go very far left or very far right. You make it extremely clear. You slow down and go to the very far right. Max, for, Max slowed down, but Max was never at the very far right. He was quite centered, and then when Lewis got quite close, he moved across. You can see it was like yeah, a steering wheel. He moves the across, and then according to the FIA, he breaks a bit more at that point. You can see in the graph a bit. He. He applies more brake pressure at that point. They crash into each other, and then Max kind of just gives up and like, I he just gaps him so Lewis doesn't get the DRS into that corner. Like, he builds enough of a gap. Lewis is like one point eight or two seconds behind him at that point. I think it's kind of like Lewis didn't want to overtake him. Lewis could possibly have possibly have like gone like extremely to the inside and maybe overtaken him. But I think he was too scared because. He's scared that Max would just cost him at the end and yeah. perhaps break his front wing fully or whatever. So I think that's why he was too worried about going for it because especially Max, if Max, had, like, you see with that part of the track, it's, it's narrow and it opens up. And yeah, going the barrier into that, was coming, like, across. Yeah, the barrier see, was the coming barrier across. You don't want to go into that part. So with, with everything, like, I don't think Max made it sufficiently clear in the sense that he did not, like, and this is what Felipe kept saying. You do not go to the far right. Like if, you, if you're letting someone through, you go to the very edge and let them through. You don't go like midway through the track or like you're not really at the far right, especially with the track being so narrow. You're like, oh, I tried to give him. Yeah, even, with, even considering the fact Max didn't know Lewis, didn't know... The idea though, the, his idea though of giving it back and then like getting DRS and over like crossing, I don't see it really an issue that I think it's just being smart. I'd say the, it's tactics, but yeah, yeah. That's I, I don't see an issue. I'd say overtaking him in the same corner, the thing he did the second time. I see an issue with that. 
because Lewis got a, a penalty for that in a 2008 spot. I know this sounds like it was a very long time ago, but it's the last time this happened. They very clearly gave him a heavy penalty for this. They took him down from first to third because Kimi retired and they couldn't. He couldn't swap the position back, so they had to give him a big penalty. They gave him a massive one. I'm pretty sure it was like 25 seconds or something ridiculous. So it's a big penalty. It's a clear precedent. So the turning, overtaking him into the same corner after he's given the position back because this is we're talking but about. This a is punishment. Not the same corner. That's the thing. We're Max talking about a punishment. Max would give it on the straight and then take it into the first corner. If afterwards. he did that, that's fair enough. That's cheeky, but that's fair. Yeah, like if that's what Max did. He he gave yeah. it back on the straight and then overtook him to the first corner. So it's not really that one. If he did that, yeah, you that, I thought I that thought it was like, incredible, like incredibly smart. smart of him. Like I actually found that very funny. But what he so back to the main incident. So yeah, Lewis drives into the back of him. I, it's understandable why he was hesitant, but he could have really gone for it also. Like, but I think that's the thing. Lewis is see if Max was behind him, Max would have gone for it. But I think the difference is Lewis is too cautious now. He is very worried about retirement now, yeah. Because yeah. even into the next race, if they both retire, Max still. Wins. No, it's not just that. Like Max doesn't care if he retires. Like if this is a like you saw Max, Max, the amount of times he put himself in a position where he 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 would have crashed, he would have retired. Yeah. Is is incredible, and like he he managed to come P two, which I think his driving yesterday was like actually really good, in terms of like the over overtaking and stuff like and the defending. He defended really aggressively. You I wouldn't know. tell like he's. He's scared of losing the championship. Whereas Lewis has been like, the whole season, he's been so caught. Like, the last time I've seen Lewis fight someone like, 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 the way Max is fighting was maybe like Nico in like 2016. After that, he's had no one. So it's just been like, it's okay if, I be, if I'm cautious now, I'll just win the next few, like, 10 races and I win the championship. I mean, even with Vettel, it was kind of, it was, they were a lot more fair with each other because they give each other both of them a lot more room. But with, with Max, this one, you can't afford to do that. Cause exactly, but Max, Max, Max is not going to give it. you anything. But Lewis is extremely cautious. That is actually is irritating to watch. Like the first time I've seen him like not care and really go for it was Brazil. That's why I enjoyed what like I loved watching Brazil because he overtook everyone and he was like he didn't care. He was sending it, you know, like. Yeah, but the problem with when well, Lewis sends it around the outside, like, he ends up losing some of his front wing. No, like but it like happened in Imola, with Max, happened with, with like Ma all with of that's thing with Max. Like I'm saying, he could have overtook him there, but Lewis has become so cautious of Max that he's too scared to do anything. Do you get what I mean? Yeah, but he's I say he's so have scared any to do anything. Max doesn't have that. I think it's just because of like Lewis, Max the way he is. That's thing. Max Max thinks like I, I think probably the idea that I still have like 10, 15 more years to win like. My championship. Lewis is thinking I need to win the eight this year, because I only have like say a year or two more. And you don't know with the new regulations, will I have a car to compete? I say Lewis always sees the bigger picture in terms of championship long run, all of this stuff. No, Max but is like just at the same of, time, I need to win this he's, race. He's, or he's even so if I don't cautious. win this race, I don't care. But Lewis's attitude. Lewis had like the better car in perhaps some of the very few races at the beginning, and because he, he was too cautious. If, if not for Mercedes's change in luck, Lewis would have lost the championship. Just because yeah, he was cautious in the first few races where he had a more equal, for instance, car than like mid-season Red Bull were just smoking Mercedes. So at the beginning, he had more of a chance of kind of, like with Imola, if he was a bit harsher into that corner, gave Max less space, Lewis would have won that race. But because yeah. of that, Lewis got damage and all of that. Do you get what I mean? It's because he was too cautious. I, I don't like that, basically. 
I'm not saying don't take safety into account, but like I'm saying this has just become too cautious. No, yeah, he does. I don't know. I think we're gonna see more of this in Silver Lobby as well, yeah. purely because of the fact that if I'm not saying Max will try and crash him out, but Max in the back of his mind, if they both retire, yeah, who cares? Like what he said in Monza, like oh, that's what you get when you don't leave the space. Like he, he didn't care. Uh, I don't want to end like that. No, that would be just, a horrible. Just ending. purely because I want Max to like win on on pace, you know, like because he's, he's whoever wins, you want to win them. No, but you Max is, Max, Max is gonna win on pace because he's a much better driver. <laughs> so right, so before Max fans come in and compare this to Baku, your I swear your face actually annoys me when you say that. But. So but Max is better than Lewis. Max is it's the smug face after. It's not even what you're saying. It's just your face, <laughs> right? So. Just to confirm, this wasn't like Baku because it was proven afterwards. If we're comparing this to the the brake testing, Lewis didn't actually <laughs> Lewis didn't actually brake test uh, Vettel. He didn't no, actually but Vettel didn't him. get the penalty because he smacked into Lewis. He got the penalty because he went on the outside and smacked into Lewis. Yeah, sideways. but I'm saying if Max fans want to compare this, what I would compare this to is Silverstone, because in Silverstone both of them you could say were a fault, Lewis more a fault which is why it was only 10 seconds, and then same with here. So as much as the penalties didn't affect anything in the end, there we go, that's what happened. And then other than that, I mean, that's, that's basically all that happened. So we had uh, Max Two tries to... flags, four VSCs, a safety car, Max Lewis crashing into Max, Max overtaking two cars in the first corner, Lewis overtaking Max and pushing him on the outside. To round off what we completed, Max then... Dives up the ins. He lets Lewis pass properly this time, then overtakes him again in the same corner and then drives no, no, up the same corner. He, he, over, he lets him through on the straight, and Lewis actually goes through this time. See, this is why I'm saying I actually blame Massey for this because Lewis was told Max is letting you through, and you can see like Max actually goes a bit wider this time than the first time. Right. And then he lets him through, and then Lewis actually goes through this time. And he's not because DRS or whatever, he just goes to and Max just swings around and this is on the straight and then he just overtakes him to the first corner. So I don't see the issue you're talking about Lewis and stuff. If you're doing it, if he does it like at the very end, lets him through in the corner and then overtakes him like like close. I think that's what he did. I think he no, overtook he him into breaking into turn twenty seven. Yeah, he but he, he lets him he lets him one. through he lets him through on the so he lets him through on like the straight and right. then he overtook him into the corner, that's different. Oh, I'm saying okay, if he right. if he basically if Max leads into the corner, breaks and slows down and then Lewis goes on the inside and then he just overtakes him on the inside, then there is an argument for you just let him through for the corner basically. Well here's the thing, so then after that, he ends up giving the place back anyway, and this time Lewis makes sure he shoves him off the th track that's, all of this. That's bit. that's why I'm confused about like his team team radio at the time was why are you giving Lewis back the position? Yeah. But he said we didn't have to do that. We didn't have Something to do that, like exactly. That, like, so the team, the, there's no reason for Max to give him the place back. He gives it to him. That's what, that's the reason Max lost the race. He was keeping Lewis behind him, like, quite, quite like, because he gained so much in the first sector, and then he lose it in the second and third sector, but he leave enough of, like, a second gap. So it's fine. And then going into, like, I don't understand why he gave him the position. Is there, like, annoys I can't think me so much. It's very against Max. You think he just drives yeah, exactly. the sunset at this point. Like, uh, that, that's why I was so confused. It's, not, it's such an anti-Max kind of thing to do. But yeah, we'll see. I don't know. It was strange. So at this point, just before this, when the, when he gave the place back and then didn't or whatever happened, he got the, vibe, the five-second penalty. This was for the 
turn one incident where he yeah. broke late, which was basically the same thing that happened in Brazil. Max complains afterwards, you know, he said, uh, oh, I don't understand why I got a penalty. We both went off the track, all of this, even though he forced Lewis off the track. So, of course, they were both off. Either but way, then, I understand. But then I, I, get, I get what you're saying in terms of you didn't get one for Brazil. <clears throat> why is he getting one now? So, I'm saying both of a penalty. He's clearly saying neither a penalty. But either way, the argument is the FIA system. So Either don't give ridiculous. penalties or give penalties for both. It's, yeah, honestly. It's dumb stuff. But to round Plus off... Thing, it's a lot tighter than Brazil. Same with the gravel. It's a lot... So you think they're, they're taking the track into consideration again? Yeah, but I, I think they shouldn't. Honestly. That's what they say. They say we do not take that into consideration, yet they absolutely do take it into consideration. If they, if so they say bad. we take this into consideration, you say, fine, fair enough, yeah, going into the gravel. Case by case same. basis. It's not the same as pushing a guy off onto, like, <clears throat> tarmac. But just admit to it. Don't say, oh, we don't, and then do it. That's yeah. the annoying part. We just, uh, the clarity would be nice. Same way, like, Ferrari still haven't been punished for their 2019 engine, or whatever that was, but, you know, it's fine. They it's lost cool. the championship, so, so I don't think... A true, yeah, they, I guess 2020 was their punishment. That was a horrific car. But uh, to round off the race, Lewis sets fastest lap with his damaged front wing somehow, which was impressive, to be fair. Alonso actually pitted to take this fastest lap off him. So right at the end, Alonso, we mentioned midway through the race, had a spin. His tyres were ruined. His, his race was ruined, essentially, at this point. He pits, like, with only a few laps to go on soft tyres to try and get the fastest lap off Lewis. He completely fails, but it was just funny to hear that it happened. I haven't seen I the, didn't know about that. the team radio stuff. I just saw pictures of the... I saw stuff on Twitter about people saying he's still not over 2007, but that was fun to see. Uh, speaking of the uh, Alpines, Ocon, unfortunately, while cruising in third, keeping out of his way, minding his own business, if you were wondering what happened to him after we said he started on pole for the second restart, he was just chilling in third, and then Bottas comes and steals it off him. It reminds me of Stroll, Bottas... Uh, back in 2017. Yeah. Once again, we had two drivers backing into each other with a break. You, have to, you, have, to give, you have to give Bottas, though, like... The, Bottas has quite went into Q3 for Mercedes on every single race he's ever been there. That's a good start, yeah. All 100. That was Incredible. 100 this race. Yeah. 100 races for Mercedes has been to, into Q3 for all of them. Incredibly impressive. He's, like, he's consistent. Maybe he's Mr. Saturday, you know. Maybe he's the real Mr. Saturday. Not really, no. Because <laughs> that's the, the yeah. difference is George takes his car from where it's like, supposed to be to really where it's not. If he gets pole position every week, you still wouldn't call him Mr. Saturday because realistically yeah. he should be on pole every week. Right? That's fair. If he's, if he's in an, like, the, no, if he's in an Alpine or a McLaren, he's on pole every week, he'd be like, oh, Mr. Saturday. He's in the, <laughs> and then he ruins his Sunday and finishes 16th. Yeah. Then he definitely missed his Saturday. Yeah. But, um, that's yeah, something George so needs to work on his race, uh, race car. Be very interesting to see him. We've only got one but more race thing, for him and a Williams, and that's it. But that's the thing. Once he gets to the front, I think it'll be a lot easier because driving in the front is generally a lot cleaner than driving at the end of the grid. Yeah, true. Yeah, you'd have to deal with all the uh, 28 drivers driving around, crashing into each other, as we saw today. So, the race ends. We have a massive fireworks show and over-the-top oil money display of tourism to try and bring people to Jeddah, which is, funnily enough, they're not even, I think they're using this race next year, and then beyond 2023, they're going to try and make an entirely different track somewhere else in Saudi for the race. So 
we're not even going to see this track. It's, what they're saying is we're not even going to see this track. We'll see it once more and that's it after all of this construction. So, fun Such times. a nice track, I'd actually enjoy having it a few more years. I mean, if you like the drama and the carnage, it's fair. And it's, I guess with a few tweaks, it would be a nice addition. To yeah, they just need to pad up the safety, but other than that, yeah. it's a great race. And but, uh, FIA needs to like, the, Michael Massey needs to call it. Yeah, the... That's the, he came in an nice era where just Mercedes stuff. were dominating and there wasn't really a lot of controversy that mattered. Uh, now all the con controversy matters, and he's never dealt with controversy that actually matters for the title. Some, you can see why he may not be as experienced as someone like Charlie Whiting. Yeah, that's, the, that's what I'm saying. He dealt with a lot of like critical points, you know. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. How much do you hand out? When do you hand out? Well, how do you deal with all this stuff? You know? Well, that will sum up the Saudi Arabian Grand Prix. So, just quickly, we're going to do a little preview until the Abu Dhabi, seeing as the season you want to go finale. The predictions, though. We'll do that in a second. Yeah, the season finale is now going to be uh, next week. Just quickly to mention the changes made, there have been a few adjustments on the track. Any idea who they're going to favour, you think, maybe? I think um, Sector 1 is probably going to be the Red Bull sector. Um, I, I mean, Sector 1 is now literally just the, the left hand of Turn 1, it's the more flat the right of Turn 2, yeah, that's the downforce and then that's it. Yeah, so Sector 1 would be Red Bull, probably. Okay. Sector 2 and 3... See, that's the thing. Like You'd say with the long straights... Um, I'd say Merck Sector 2, because those are just the two straights. Yeah, but then Sector 3. I, I think even with Sector 2, like, with Red Bull, they had, like, they had the pace to go on pole. So you could say over a single lap, Red Bull could have the pace. True. And I think that's the thing. If Max gets pole, I think Max will have enough to keep Lewis behind him. Like, Max had enough to keep Lewis behind him somehow in Saudi. For most of it. I mean... It he only let him buy because of the... Um, his tire is getting like... Uh, no, but even then, he only let him buy because he had to, because otherwise yeah, he yeah. got a five-second penalty. You, so that look, was illegal. Yeah, so if you look at it, I don't think Lewis would have actually passed him. Uh, Abu Dhabi's a bit wider, maybe, but... Uh, I think there are longer straights, so with DRS, the, the problem with Abu Dhabi, if we're saying problem yeah, but for then racing, if he, if he Lewis goes, can overtake him just on the straight. Like, he doesn't need to do it in the corner and then be forced wide. He can just do it in the straight. So yeah, but that's the thing. He's going to lose quite a bit because he's going to run a lower downforce. Uh, I think they'll run a higher downforce and then gain a lot through those. Because that's what Max was doing. If you look at Max's timings and Lewis, <coughs> Max was gaining on Lewis in the first sector. They go in like 0.8 they come out like 1.6, 1.7. He was, he was gapping Lewis in sector one, and Lewis would pull it back in sector two and three, but still Lewis would be like 0 .1, 0 0.9, a second, a second point two behind. So Max was actually gaining way more in sector one than Lewis was actually gaining in sector two and three combined. So do you think to reverse this now, if sector one is just two corners now, seeing as they've made the changes, sector two is apart from another two corners, just two very long DRS straights, and then Sector 3 is the technical part, you think Red Bull being pretty good at Sector 1 and then far superior in Sector 3 will be enough for him to yeah, pull up I think, enough of I think Max has the Max has the underlying... Like, if you watch like his, his laps in Saudi, you'd see like, Lewis was cautious with his driving. Max was not. Max was, Every single lap, Max was like, this is the barrier, this is his tyre. Like, 
He was pushing it to gain as much of an advantage. I think he would be able to gain if he gets pole, which I think he probably would get pole, like based on their like performance in Saudi. Yeah. I think that all they need to do is he needs to do what he's doing is keep Lewis within a few seconds behind you. Red Bull have a better stop than Mercedes. They always basically do. Yeah. And then just keep him behind you. Keep a one in second hold that, and then you won the championship basically. Pretty much, yeah. I mean, they can always ask say, Paris. They can always ask Paris to knock Lewis out. And they could always ask Bottas to hit Verstappen. Yeah, I guess. but Bottas would enjoy that. Bottas would miss, yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> no, <laughs> who who would get like who would get the penalty for that? Red Bull, but Red Bull have already lost the constructors. The only issue is <laughs> that they lose a lot of money. Yeah, I don't think Red Bull, seeing as they want to sell drinks and extreme sports, to be fair, it would be a good look for extreme sports, a bit of demolition <laughs> derby and all that. But I would say. I'm not sure. I feel like it will be tough. The, uh, I don't know. I feel like Lewis would be able to hold it out behind him purely because if it's they manage to set up the car intent. properly. Actually, this is what I was going to say. It all depends on the setup of the car. So Lewis, if you looked at his steering wheel and his qualifying lap, it was a bit twitchy and all of this. So when you were saying he was cautious, I don't know if he was upset with the balance of the car, whatever it was, but it was very twitchy. Max's Red Bull looked like Mercedes of 2018 and 19 and all of this, where it's very smooth. Like, one turning into the corner, perfectly smooth, it's all of this. And then he pushed the limit. Obviously, credit to him, he pushed the limits. He did very well on the lap. Lewis looked very twitchy on the steering wheel and all of this. So, it, I think the track will suit whoever just sets up the car better. I think it's, it's basically equal, really. And I was going to say something else that I forgot. Um, there's that and there's... I forgot what I was going to say. I can't even remember what we were talking about. How easy it will be to overtake... DRS, yeah, wide track. <laughs> we'll carry on. We'll see if you can remember it before. Go ahead. Bring up the predictions from last time. Almost. We're almost there. Just quickly before Come we do on. predictions, bro. Do it. This is going to be the fourth title decided in Abu Dhabi. To summarize the last three, we've had Alonso stuck behind a slow Renault for the whole race in 2010. We've had 2014 where Lewis just won and Rosberg retired, so nothing basically happened. And then 2016... He didn't retire. He finished the race, but... Yeah, oh, uh, yeah, it was a mechanical issue that kind of ruined it. So, 2016, Lewis slowed down to hold up Rosberg. Vettel and Verstappen couldn't overtake him, even though they were all going very slowly. So the theme here is people can't overtake. Do you think that will change? Due to, I'm assuming that will probably change because of the, the regulations this year, right? Like, we have made it easier to follow, like, a little bit. Oh, yeah, this is what I was going to say. Saudi, the degradation on the tyres was very low. That's why Lewis was able to keep up with Max for a very long time. Yeah. His deg was very low. And Wadabi is not known for low degradation. I think it will be slightly higher. It's not known for high deg, but it's definitely... But it's, if it he's following be in the hot air for... How long the track is... Like, it's a longer circuit. Uh, not so as in, like, length. It's longer as in laps. Oh, okay. You mean the total track time yes. plus the laps and stuff? Ah. So, it would be a lot if they put on same tires. Lewis is in a much worse position because Lewis is going to be behind him for a very long time. All Max has to do is keep him in his dirty air for a long time, and Lewis's tires are going. It's not known to be a very very high like deg race, but like. No. But now we will get on finally to your I guess favorite part, seeing as you've performed so well in this. These predictions. Point. It's 3-0. Don't tell me you checked this because you've been so no, I smug about it. I haven't, I haven't checked it yet. All right, let's see what was but said. But I know, I know kind of what happened, basically. I definitely know that I didn't have a great week, as always. 
You know what I'm thinking of doing for next year? We've got to do F1 Fantasy. I managed to log back into my F1 Fantasy account this week. We need to do F1 Fantasy, bro. No. We're doing it next year. Too much effort. No, bro, it'll be funny. We'll Why are you it. looking at sir, in Saudi, bro, not Qatar? There it is. Yeah. Right, we'll do it for... Uh, ne- we're doing fantasy next year. Anyway, results. Where's the results? Results. Okay, so our predictions are qualifying top three. You said Lewis Max Bottas, which... Wait, was it... Oh, no, Max came in P3. Nah, it's so gross. Come on. Because of the failed lap, I was right. It was actually Lewis Bottas okay, Max. One, one so I'll take that. Now we're going on to the top five in the race. Oh, God. Oh, here we go. So you said Lewis, yes. Max, yes. Bottas, yes. Charles, no, because of the accident. And then Fernando, no. Because I don't, he was nowhere near. The actual top five, just to clarify, was Lewis, Verstappen, Bottas, Ocon, Ricardo. Now, mine was Lewis, Max, again, yes, quite obviously. Perez, no, because of the crash. Sainz, no, nowhere near. And then Lando, so I won, I won, not. I won the race here on the qualifying. So I'm saying either we both get zero, because it's a draw, or we both get half. Because when I won, I got one. So it's three nil basically. So it's either three and a half to half, or just three nil and just keep it like that. We'll just go one each. We'll go one each. No, because that means like it looks like you won one. No, no, no. No, no, no. Well, just to clarify, driver of the day, Charles and Science. No, this it was very weird. I'm surprised it wasn't Ocon. Ocon really deserved driver of the day this time. No, but Max did so well keeping those fans. Yeah, until he didn't because he yeah. illegally kept. But that's it was it was over by then. Like everyone had voted by them by them basically. So yeah, two and a half to half basically. That's what I'm saying. Right. Well, new predictions this time. <laughs> going into the new ones. Going over. Max, new predictions. Max right. Lewis. Top three qualifying. What you said. Max Lewis Bottas. Max Lewis Bottas. Okay. All right. I have hope that Max pulls it out of the bag. I do feel like he. Because I, I think it'll make also like I th- I hope Max wins. I want Max to win too. Just right, to yeah, see you your just keep saying that. Yeah, you said that like forty face. times. I could make a compilation of the number of times you said that. I'm gonna say you know what, to switch things up. I'm gonna say Lewis Max Bottas. Do I, do I even back Bottas? Look, yeah, I do back Bottas to come first. Right, it's qualifying, bro. He always. He always <laughs> says it, bro. Right, your race top five. Uh, Max Lewis Bottas. Um, who do they back? Oh, Ferrari has been much better at these tracks, so maybe Charles. Yeah, they did mess up this weekend. Um, Charles, and then who is people? Perez, maybe, yeah, Perez. Perez, okay. Oh, to be fair, they were both on for a good finish until they crashed into I don't really like the last two, I just, I'm like, I'm hoping to get the top three, right? <laughs> That's it, but the podium's the easiest part to predict. Right, oh, this is, oh, no. Come on, oh. go for something different. Say Sainz is going to win. I want to say Sainz. I do really want to predict, like, Bottas wins or something stupid. <laughs> Like, I just imagine this. You just give it to Lewis. Lewis and Max finish 8th and ninth. Oh, that would be so funny. Imagine, <laughs> imagine that. That would be so funny. Oh. Uh, that would be such a great race. And, like, Lando wins his first race. That, that honestly, that would be incredible. You know, you know, you know, you know, you know, you know what? Oh, don't, don't, don't do that. Don't do Bottas that. wins. <laughs> Bottas wins. Then Lewis. Then they're going to Then Lewis Max. Now. Oh, yeah. Oh. If it's Bottas, Max, Lewis, fair enough, but... Because then Bottas would throw Max into, like, uh, Lewis. Like, so down, so Lewis. No, you know what? I'm going to stick with this. It's, it's probably really stupid, but I don't care at this point. We're going to go with it. I'd that say maybe the gap's too big. Where... 
I'm thinking there might be a scenario where they just can't do it. You know what? Yeah, Bottas is incompetent, bro. You think Bottas could let him buy it? If Max yes, Bottas has let him buy so many times, bro. <laughs> he lets them both buy. He just... <laughs> Uh, just race it out between you guys. Uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> come on, come on, come on, come on. That's not realistic, though. No, it's not. That's I'm thinking they're to... both gonna finish like. No. You know what? You know what? You know I just I don't even care anymore. I'm gonna send it. Bottas, Lando. Perez, <laughs> Lando, Bottas, Perez, Lando, Ricardo, Charles, Science. <laughs> yep. There you go. I oh no. You why do I keep more. backing Science? No, I'm going Charles. And then you need two more. Ah, oh, uh, mm, no, 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 Ricardo. Well, definitely not. Hold on, you know what? Then Lewis and Max. We'll just put Lewis and Max in there for some reason. Actually, no, they're not even top five. Screw them both. They, who's good? You know, Gasly. Lando, Lando, Gasly. Yes, Gasly. I forgot about Gasly. Right, driver of the day. Max, if he was a champion. Max. All right. You know who I'm gonna go for? On Kimi. Because it's his last race, I just want to assume that the, the fans will just vote Kimmy for the sake of voting Kimmy. I'm trying to make sure I don't pick the same thing as you. But so yeah. then you there we go. Me. At least you get some. I don't care. No, so I'd rather get bro, zero. If this happens, zero. If this happens, that's like ten points. Look yeah. at me. I've predicted the top five to be Bottas, Perez, Charles, Lando, Gasly. Still one, bro. I don't care. I've won basically the season. You have, which is why we're doing fantasy F1 next year. So you can get destroyed and get smoked over the course Whoa, of the okay, well now you have to do it. Honestly. <laughs> I did destroy it though, so that's what I'm Okay, which is why the Fantasy F1 would be funny. We're doing that. We're doing an episode on our Fantasy F1 teams next year when they come out. Right. We can we can do a, a whole table with everyone. Like, if anyone yeah, we'll make a league. If people want to join, we'll make a Fantasy F1 league. So you can battle with us and see who wins. Winner, <laughs> winner of the... Winner gets to be a guest. <laughs> I don't want to come up. <laughs> you purposely lose and then leave. Well, I never wanted to be on the podcast. Well, that sums up our what like two hours of being well, Yusuf sounding like you've been trapped here against your will. But that's the end. Well, of the at podcast. least Max is uh, gonna win the championship. Like hopefully so. <laughs> Just wrap it up, bro. You did the intro. You wrap it up. Okay. Uh, thank you guys for listening. And hopefully see you next week post Abu Dhabi. And we'll know who's the world champion at that oh, time. We will. We will. <laughs> hey, so thank you guys for listening. See you next week.